Welcome back to Can't Relate. So happy to have you lads here. <laughs> We're just trying to be inclusive of our British listeners. I, I'm i a little jealous because that you can do an accent so flawlessly. Like it just, it rolled off the tongue. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. When I watch Love Island too much, I kind of start like thinking in British. Wow. That is a you skill. Mm-hmm. So it's seeming like I should do like an ancestry DNA, but I'm probably British. Are you at all? English. That would make sense. I don't know. You don't know your... No, that's what I'm saying. I need to do one. No? You know you're Italian. Yeah. Yeah. Grazie. (laughs) Um. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if that's Italian, but you're right. I I think so. I feel like today is Monday. I keep thinking that because I took yesterday off to spend the day with my mom. She was in town. We had a little girl's day. Oh, Um, fun. Yeah. I was going to say like happy Monday, but it's not. Um, But yeah, we had a girl's day and I booked us permanent jewelry appointments because she had mentioned that she wanted that one time. And I told her stay tuned on her birthday gift because I didn't have one yet. And then I was like, oh, I'll just do – and she's like, oh, stay tuned. And I was like, no, just wait. Really? I have something on my sleeve. Because then it was just – I just planned something when she was here. But, yeah, we had a really good day. And um, just got little permanent bracelets. I I had gotten one before, and it was just, like, tweezed together, like kind of, like, cheaply done kind of. Oh. And this one was straight up zapped, welded, like, real life. So – feels a little more indestructible but the last one Adam was just being dumb and like walking at me with hangers in his hands <laughs> like this is like this is just a this is all you need to know about a relationship this is one story that just ind- gives you a perfect indication of everything he's coming at me with hanger hands and he's, I don't know being just like so dumb like walking like fum. Yes, Mr. Harry Hanger Hands. And he gets to my wrist and it like he wasn't even thinking about it, but it like barely grabbed on and my bracelet popped off. <laughs> and I mean, he felt so bad. He's like, Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'll buy you a new one. I'm so sorry. I'm like, Yeah, but it probably shouldn't have. It should probably be able to withstand. Well, that's hands. what I'm thinking. I feel like as a testimonial for your new bracelet you should tell that story and then have Adam come at you with hanger hands again and see if this one stands the test of the hanger hands I like that idea yeah yeah but then you'd risk it popping off again true Stucky didn't think of that (laughs) (laughs) I mean I I don't know. Okay, well, I'll keep you posted. <laughs> Coming in here with the wise words. <laughs> I don't know. Because if it doesn't work, yeah, that's not the quite the testimonial we were looking for. 
right, 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 right. Yeah, I'll keep you posted if if we try that. Gosh, but if it did, what a freaking Yelp review that would be for this uh, business. It would. And you should get a video of it, too. Ooh, I like that. Okay. I need to be better about leaving reviews. I, I want to be that person because they're so helpful to me sometimes, and I am just... I just forget. I'm the same way. Are you guys stuck here? Are you a reviewer? <sighs> okay. <laughs> I'm a little glad you brought this up. <laughs> and here's why. So when I was graduating college, there was this bar in Iowa, in Des Moines, Iowa, and I'm blanking on the name, which is so sad because I love this bar, but it was an outdoor bar. Um, I think it's changed since then. Anyway, we go after my graduation. We go, my whole family and all my friends and their families, we meet at this bar. Well, the outside portion is cash only. And I had forgotten that point as all, like, honestly, probably 50 of us are ordering drinks. Oh, no. <laughs> Well, at the end of the night, we go up to, you know, pay our tab. And my dad is like, all right, man, you know, give me what's the tab. And the guy's like X amount of dollars. And my dad's like, OK, cool. Goes to hand him his card. And my dad and the guy's like, no, no, no. Cash only. And my dad's like, I don't or This is a problem. <laughs> and the guy was super nice and looked <laughs> at me and goes, all right, here's the deal. We do technically have a card machine. We just don't use it because it would like it just gets crazy out here. But I'll go inside and scan and like swipe your card if you promise me to leave. If you promise me, you'll leave a review of the bar. Oh my gosh! And so I was like done. And my da- <laughs> my dad was like, absolutely, she's gonna leave the best review. I'm not kidding. My dad hounded me about this review. <laughs> forever and I was like dad I did I did it the next day I woke up and did it the next day he was like was it a nice review you left you you like said really nice things about it right I was like yes of course I did five stars yes dad five stars well that really sounds kind of like what we're doing with our um giveaway bribing 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 listeners with um Stanley mugs for to leave reviews Stanley mugs make you pay nudes whatever we'll send you (laughs) <laughs> I'm sorry they wait what <laughs> I didn't agree to this <laughs> Alex is like ah. surprise surprise <clears throat> you getting a little treat. you gotta read the fine print mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well someone's getting a treat <laughs> <laughs> okay but guys I really brought you here today because I wanted to start out this episode with um just a few more wedding icks that I forgot. So, are we ready per- to proceed? <laughs> you more? <laughs> Sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> April Fools. <laughs> People are going to start thinking we hate weddings just all together. <laughs> you know what the funny thing is? I have all these wedding icks. And no, listeners, I don't have any more. I was just kidding. But um, I have these wedding icks, but I actually love weddings. Like, I love being a part of them. I love going to them. So keep yeah. inviting me, okay? You just might not get a gift, but. Or a thank you card. <laughs> She'll be there. Or a thank you card for. Attending, I don't know. Attending the wedding. Or hosting. 
being married i don't know anyway yeah wait speaking of thank you cards stucky did you ever send the i didn't get a reply They're still time. I don't want to talk about it. Like they didn't even text you? No. (laughs) (laughs) Can we reveal, like, is this a friend? Is it a family member? I feel like it makes it worse. You don't have to talk about it? (laughs) Here's the thing. It's it's giving family member. It's it's giving parent. (laughs) It's it's giving little sister. Is Caroline at Carol. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Okay, but can you really? I knew she wasn't going to do anything. Seventeen-year-old. I know. Yeah, I was going to say, out of a high school student, really. I know, but listen, she's the only one that sent me a thank you card recently. Oh, okay, that's cute. like a physical card, and so like I've gotten uh-huh. texts, but I I felt like I couldn't write a card about <laughs> thanking them for their text message that's, that's even kind of better i'm thinking all right we'll try it yeah I'm yeah not I above, think, i'm not above a good experiment yeah i think that's exactly what i was gonna say if you honestly here's i'm just gonna do a psa if you want me to write you a thank you card this is now a service we offer and i'll write you a card so okay so that. we got we got if you leave a review you could get a stanley mug a nude or a thank you card. <laughs> it's like the luck of the draw. Which one and do you honestly, get? And honestly, that's just like, we'll draw three. We'll just draw three names and first place, second place, third place. And we won't tell you which prize is first place. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And just, just PSA. The nude is a joke. That's, that's only for our OnlyFans. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we have one. Uh, oh my gosh. Oh, I'm, I'm so glad we're having so much laughter with our topic today. <laughs> Honestly, we needed we need to keep it we need to like keep it a little light keep it before light, we yeah. get into it. Completely agree. Um so I'm really excited about this topic. It's one of my favorites. I mean, we all know that I love a relationship topic, but I'm, I also love a breakup topic, and that's our topic for today. We're actually going to do a series of episodes, a few, a few breakup episodes, because we have a lot to say about them. So this one's going to be more of like a pre-breakup. That's what we're going to focus on today. Yeah, because Riley loves being sad. Mm-hmm. Sad songs only. Mm-hmm. That's true. I, I will say, though, the pre-breakup's my least favorite part of the whole breakup process, so we can get into it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, breakups breakups are hard. Breakups suck from either side of yeah. the party that you're I on. agree. I so think, true. I think, yeah, whether you're the one doing the breaking up or getting broken up with, there's a loss either way. Oh, absolutely. And I think... Yeah, and I think people sometimes feel like if you're the one who's decided, like, to break up and that you're done, people feel like maybe there's, you're, like, happy. Mm. Yeah. And there's a sense of peace. Yeah, and, like, you're fine. Yeah. And I don't know. 
Well, I much prefer um, being the dumpy versus the dumper. So I think, and that's kind of what this episode we've decided is going to be about, is like the dumper's decision to initiate the breakup and how how we we come to that and kind of why we stay in relationships that we don't aren't really um suiting us anymore yeah so what what do you guys think would you do you have a preference on dumpy versus dumper i mean they're both terrible um i think it's i don't know I don't I I don't know if I'd rather be the dumper or the dumpy. I know, that's hard. I feel like I in relationships that I have felt like a deep connection, I have been the dumpy. Mm. And so I I haven't really had to have the super hard talks like when you're mature about it. Um because when I I feel like I've broken up with like high school boyfriends and right. it hasn't felt as serious or that wasn't as long of a period of time that we dated. So it felt easy. And that was probably when I was like, did it over text? <laughs> yeah. You know, like I don't remember what happened, but yeah, yeah. I feel like that was like, we did it for four months. It's fine. I can do that. Right. Um, but ugh, I don't know. I think, I mean, Every situation is just so different because I'm imagining if you're in something where you're kind of feeling like a pull, like you don't know if you should be in it, and then you get you get broken up with, you're like, okay, I'm kind of glad it wasn't me who had to do it, and maybe it takes a while to get to that realization because you're just like your ego, and yeah. you're just feeling sad that you were broken up with, but yeah. I feel I'm such a don't want to hurt people's feelings kind mm-hmm. of person. Totally. Even when I should, you know, and we've talked about that several times, but, um, so I think that I would, I, it would be very hard to be the person who is dumping, especially when I know that that person like really wants to continue to be in the relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, I, I think I've only been the dumper in a, what I would consider someone I was uh, serious I don't even know if seriously that kind of feels weird but I was I would have considered like my boyfriend or someone that I was dating um, I think I've only been the dumper one time I think every other time you've been the dumpy I've been dumped <laughs> yeah yeah okay I know right you hate saying it all I hate time. saying that that feels I'm always broken up with I'm always well, I yeah, I will argue that I I guess we're coming at it from different angles because I have had two serious relationships. I would say that I mean one of them was 5 years, one of them was like two cumulative years. Um and both of them I was the dumper, but I've I've been the dumpy in in shorter less serious relationships and yeah. uh, as much as dumpy is hard I think that um I personally had so much more anxiety and a hard time getting over the relationships when I am the one doing the breaking up and I think it's 
for my most recent one, I I didn't want to. I just knew in my gut that something was off. But I was the one making the decision because he felt like something was off too. But he, I, I don't think he was as inclined to actually end it as I was. Mm-hmm. And that made it so hard because all the pressure was on me to end it. Yeah. Even and I didn't even really you, want to. Well, I was say even, but did yeah. you feel like you both knew it needed to end, but you felt like the pressure's yeah. on me because you're he's never gonna do it. Yeah. Yep. Basically. Wow. And that was really tough. That was the one that took a few, a, a probably over a year to s- completely stop the texting once a month and checking in and. Yeah. You know, for comfort, that kind of stuff. So the cycle, the cycle. Yeah, that's interesting because it's almost like the dumper has a lot of pre-breakup anxiety. Yeah. And they, it's a lot leading up to it. And then probably even though if they're sad, they're, it's, they're feeling some sort of relief or like a weight lifted a little bit. And then the dumpy who may not either one might not see it coming or doesn't want to be the one to do it. So they don't necessarily think it's going to happen has more like after maybe being surprised or just like dealing with the heartache. Yeah. I, I totally think there's some truth in, I mean, it's not every scenario, but, um, the person who does the breaking up is, is mourning the relationship a lot of times during the relationship. And so, like, like what you said, by the time that they get the balls to actually end it, they've, they've done all of the back and forth and the anxiety and the, should I do this? Should I, you know, should I not? That kind of stuff. So in a way, it probably is a little bit easier to, um, initiate the breakup in that way, but I still think both come with a lot of, um, heartache I mean obviously they both come with a lot of heartache so definitely well yeah because I think there's no there's I don't know in my experience there's nothing that that person was going to be able to say to me that would make me feel good you know like Mm -hmm. it's like it's like they're breaking up with me and I want to get as far away from this person who's causing me this pain and I also want this person is this is the only person that can make me that can give me comfort at the same time um yeah because they're the only person that's inside their brain rationalizing what's happening in this moment oh my gosh yes I completely I completely understand that so, but I think I, I, I'm really glad we're talking about this, like deciding to break up topic, because I think it doesn't really get talked about enough. I feel like everyone talks about post breakup. What do you yeah, do? How to heal? Yeah. The healing process. But it's like breakups, unless there is like this tragic event, I don't know. Um, it's a process and it's not just the moment that we're, we've decided we're done and from this day forward we're not together it's that buildup of 
mourning this loss yes of this this thing we've created together you know like yeah I'm my own person and I want to be my own person and I want you to be your own person but we've also created this like pseudo person together (laughs) like of who we are a hundred percent the relationship is a person yeah right Um. and so so I, I don't know I'm really glad we're you know getting into this I think that the decision to break up can be a spur of the moment. We get in a fight. Things have been wrong for a while. We've been fighting a lot, whatever kind of decision. Or in my case, it had been months of back and forth and, you know, trying to weigh the, not even weigh the pros and cons, but battle myself basically. And I kind of wanted to touch on some of the reasons we may stay in things Mm -hmm. past their expiration date and from my experience um I think a lot of it was the fear of being alone and like you said Stucky the relationship becomes kind of its own identity there like there's an ecosystem there you know and not feel, feeling like that other person is no longer on my team anymore is the most can be so lonely yeah it almost can feel like it truly can feel like a death oh yeah in a sense because mm-hmm. you it's someone that you're telling so many things to and I know people lose friends too but it's almost like that element like you, that is a lot of times, person you vent to everything about mm-hmm. about your friends, about your family, and that's like your go-to, uh, especially ones that are long-term and have those like deep connections. They and then you're like, oh my gosh, like I told everything to them, like, and then part of you might om- might almost wish that you hadn't, or like you're like now they're like it just it goes from like person that's on yeah. your top to just complete stranger. Right. Like someone who has that um, level of insight into who you are and then just completely not having that anymore, like not knowing you anymore. It's such a weird concept and it feel it does feel like death. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, I I don't know. I I start convincing myself that this is going to be the only person for me. Like, Mm, mm -hmm. I will, I'm never going to find somebody like this, like, um, because any relationship, but especially romantic relationships take time. It takes time to get to know someone, even if you feel that instant spark to allow somebody to know the most intimate parts of you Mm -hmm. and then, and then to like release that person into the wild with all these, this info and you know all the stuff you're like oh well I won't ever find someone ever again and that's so scary and it's not even that to me like alone equals lonely because it absolutely does not I have had the richest life in the past two years being single um but it's it's almost like that you've had someone else to comfort you so you don't have to comfort yourself for yeah. for the period that you're in the relationship. You don't you do, it's it's less work. I don't know, maybe that's just a personal thing, but I've 
I've struggled with self-soothing and I've kind of looked outside myself to make myself feel better and obviously that's a huge thing I work on in therapy but um it's that like serotonin and oxytocin and dopamine you get when you get the validation from a partner and the comforting from a partner if 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 I've had a bad day I I come home and I don't know eat some a little bit more comforting food and maybe numb out on a show or a book but it's you feel so much better when you can come home to a partner to hug you and tell you everything's going to be okay totally yeah Kels you you said this earlier you were you talked about how you know this is the person that you vent to every day this is the person that you share in like all the little silly joyous things that happen throughout the day I think that's one of the things that as I get older why it's so important not to like isolate yourself in a relationship and I feel Mm, like when I when I was younger that was one of my problems is I felt like this person again we've said this before had to be everything to me the Mm -hmm. person that loved all the shows I like listened to all the music what went to all the things I wanted to go to and so I think a little piece of that as you get older is realizing wow I have other people to lean on yes for those comforting moments to for those venting sessions and so um yes I 100% so I, agree yeah and so I think when you're making this deci- once you've decided like this person and I can no longer keep going like this relationship's expired um recognizing and realizing these are the people that I still have yeah and that makes me think both of you kind of like tying in what both of you have your points that you've made I think something that has prevented me in the past even when even if I wasn't the dumper but I had a feeling and I just felt like something was off or felt like I had deserved better in certain situations I was like, oh my gosh, you have like the fear of starting over. Mm-hmm. Having yes. to get someone or having to get to know someone else, having to go through it again, especially when in college it feels like, oh, I have to get married the year I'm out of college. Yes. <laughs> like that's what it feels like. And it's like, oh, I have to start over and meet someone and then date for a while to see if we even want to get married. And then just all of that, getting other family again. And it's so nice to have that person that you don't have to explain that to. Yeah. And I think that is my fear. And like Alex, like you were saying, that totally feels like that's the only person for you, even though there are however many people, billion people in the world that Justin Bieber told us, they, (laughs) like, there are so many people out there. And realizing that you're so young still like especially right out of college like I I got out of a relationship right out of college and I thought the world was ending like yeah and I know I've joked about that before but seriously that's that's all I knew and it felt like oh starting over and it's just like oh my gosh little Kelsey little did I know right but I think so that's a lot of pressure that's that's a lot of pressure to stay because the timeline that we tell ourselves but also other pressures are like friends and family like if if you're 
significant other has a good relationship with your friends or in the same friend I mean obviously you become the same friend group at some point right and if your family loves them but all of those outside pressures are a huge reason I think um it's really hard to leave yeah especially if you do have a good relationship with your family their family and they have one with yours because that is sometimes rare to find Mm -hmm. and you hear people complaining about their in-laws and you're like well what the heck this was great everyone loves each other they know everything about my family Mm -hmm. and so it, it feels hard to start over but if ultimately you're not happy and that is not the person that is meeting your needs in a relationship then it's going to be so much better if you're out of it even if all those other things are aligning and feel super hard totally totally um okay so something that I find really interesting so Riley you and I have differing experiences with breakups um you have you've been the dumper and it's been more of like a process mm, of breaking mm-hmm. up whereas mine and I think Kels you and I've kind of talked about it too like it's not so much a process it's been like an event and we're done and moved on um and so I, I think I would like to know can you talk a little bit about just the thinking behind the process of course um in both well okay let's start with the relationship number one the five-year one that was like right after or in college and right after college I can pinpoint I remember it was a day in September I something just crept up inside me and just I was like I don't know if I like him anymore I loved him I didn't know if I liked him Mm. and there were a lot of levels that we weren't compatible on um, I just senses of humor were completely different. Um, I was the more kind of responsible one and I made sure the house was running. We lived together. Um, and just a lot of those qualities and things that made us different, they could have been compliments, but they made me a little unattracted to him. I didn't feel like an equal. I felt more like a, a mom to him a little bit. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and so I think there was a day where I just was like, I don't know that I am attracted to him, like in a compatibility standpoint, you know? And so I was like, okay, this feeling will pass. This feeling will pass. And it was like six months until I finally – got the um balls to actually end it and the whole time I'm battling with myself like what am I giving up versus what am I getting out of this I I found myself kind of looking at other people's relationships and being jealous actually you know what I think it was Thomas Rhett and Lauren Aikens I yeah. watched some like video of them or a reel or something and that I think that actually planted the seed in my mind. I was like, I wow. do not feel that way about my boyfriend. 
Wow. I know. So we can thank them for my demise of that relationship. But um, <laughs> they're just precious. They are so precious and they're so in love. And obviously that is from the outside looking in. I do not know them. Of course. But I couldn't even fake that kind of love with him. Yeah. You know, I just wow. didn't enjoy. I didn't enjoy the relationship. Like I felt like I deserved and we both deserved. And so that was that. And it was just for about six months, a back and forth, back and forth. And then the, honestly, I hate to say it, but the actual trigger was I started working on a project with my next boyfriend and uh, at school. And I just remember being on the phone with him, him and another girl who was doing the project with us. And we were laughing so hard, belly laughing, like almost crying. And I was like, I haven't laughed this hard in a really long time. I I think it's time to end my relationship. Because, you know, another guy was making me laugh. And it wasn't, we weren't flirting or anything. But it was just like, I want that in a relationship. And so that's when I made the decision to, I, I mean, I had to move out and, you know, we have been together for so long, so. Yeah, you had pets together. Like, yeah. That, it was very invested, so that is, I, I can imagine, or I remember how much of a big decision that was. And I think what I, like, appreciate hearing about the process that you went through is just the reminder that, like, it's not easy. Right. Like, regardless of how long it finally you know it takes it takes a toll on you as the person that's like thinking about this and um you know I know that you talked about the kind of final straw I guess being you met your next boyfriend but I think in a weird way I don't know that it's a bad thing like I don't I don't know that it's bad that you were like wow you know what this guy is giving me something that I don't currently have, but ooh, now that I have it, I want it. And not necessarily him, right. but I want I want what he's giving me. Right. And I will say if if I I mean I was mm, 24 maybe at that time, and if I went back and did it again, I would have I wouldn't have gone straight into another relationship and we didn't get into a quote-unquote relationship he had a lot of walls up we didn't actually start officially dating for almost a year after that but we you know we still did kind of the situationship um scenario for a long time but I would have if if I were to do it again at this mental space being the age I am you know like (laughs) the I'm so mature, the maturity level that I have now. <laughs> I I would have ended it a lot sooner with the first one. And I wouldn't have jumped straight into someone else. Because that's what made me feel comfortable, right? I told you I, I wasn't a self-soother. I didn't even really know how to do that or that I should do that. So it made me feel comfortable to have attention from someone else. And that kind of gave me the courage. So... I think in most scenarios when you're contemplating breaking up, I would say do it because there's a reason that something 
and your gut is telling you that. But my in my experience that you shouldn't or one of the only times that you really shouldn't break up is to pursue someone else. And that's not 100% of the time. No, I, yeah, I yeah, agree. I agree too. But I also think that it's not going to be the best for you moving forward and it's not going to be the best for that relationship. Like, right. As, as sweet, sweet Taylor Swift once said, okay. nothing good starts in a getaway car. Oh my God. And yes. Amazing. If, like if you are starting that and you didn't have time to heal from that and, and figure out what you want and figure out yourself, especially Riley, like both of us had come from five-year relationships that we went through all of college with, Mm -hmm. which was so many different phases. Well, not phases of life, but you just changed so much from high school. Yeah. You're started in high school. Yeah. High school to end of college. Right. So I think it was good that you had that push to get out of something that wasn't meant for you because when you're so like you do you get blinded mm-hmm. to things that you don't even realize that you're unattracted to and then you didn't even realize you were necessarily missing the humor mm-hmm. but then when like you had met someone else that made you laugh even if it wasn't romantic you're like oh I want that every day or in or right. in a romantic partner so I think it can be good sometimes when you are, your eyes are opened and you meet someone that might help you get out of something, but you really have to be cautious with how you proceed. Proceed with caution, if you will. Yes. Because, yeah, that is most likely not going to end up together or it's going to turn around it's going to be a vicious cycle and you're going to feel that again with that person later. So I feel like – and I am a breakup expert. Yeah, well, <laughs> and we, right. we all Speaking are. here, right. a dumper. I love that you're bringing that up. I, I love these points you're making because I think it goes back to knowing and being so secure with who you are yes. as a person and like what you deserve. And, and some people can do that with someone else. I like recognize totally. that I've seen relationships where they grow as human beings and it just so happens that they're growing together and how beautiful and like, that's the dream. But I think it's important to recognize when all of a sudden you look back and you're, you, you don't even know, who, you don't even recognize yourself mm, anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and I just see people get so um, caught up in, you know, we talked earlier about how it's, it's almost like three people in the relationship. It's you, them, and this person you're creating. And get so caught up in this person that you're creating that you forget to continue to grow the person you are yes are you engaged in planning your bachelorette party or a maid of honor planning the bride-to-be's bachelorette party of her dreams look no further than scottsdale bachelorette in sunny scottsdale arizona scottsdale is the perfect place to celebrate with the great weather scenic views and all-around good vibes from Pre-arrival decorating to kitchen stocking, Scottsdale Bachelorette does it all so that you can plan less and party more. Check out Scottsdale Bachelorette on Instagram or head on over to their website at scottsdalebachelorette.com and book your party today. Kelsey, I know that your um, most serious relationship ended 
after some wrongdoing. But I also know that there was some kind of maybe maybe not signs, but just like issues leading up to it. Some precursors, if you will. (laughs) Um, So I guess it's it's interesting to me that you weren't necessarily the one making the decision, but you did have some pre breakup anxiety. So I want to hear about that. And it's so funny because when I, when I think about that breakup, I think about it of, man, this person went through this process and, um, and honestly being on the other side of it as your best friend and hearing it from how you felt and your breakup Mm -hmm. that helped me understand what happened in my past relationship because I was like, oh my gosh, like that's what this person was feeling. But then, you know, however many months like after when I was like healing and realizing, okay, there's so many things that didn't align, so many things that I didn't agree with, didn't want, didn't like how like he made me feel mm-hmm. in certain situations. And I don't fault him for those at all. Like right. he was we young. were both young yeah. and yeah, and and it just there just wasn't enough love there and that's okay. Yeah. Like, and I realized, oh, that's not what I wanted either. And that made me realize that. So it is so good like to be able to appreciate that that person was having so much anxiety about this for a long time and struggling with what to do and how to do it because they also knew that I was going to be super upset and they agreed that a lot of things were so great with us and we were like besties and So, yeah, that's just so interesting. And it kind of makes me think of um, when people say the phrase, like, right person, wrong time. Mm. And, like, I I definitely want to get your guys' take on that. But I feel like people who have dumped me have said that either directly or, like, in a roundabout way. And, like, you are so great, like, you have everything to offer. Like they wanted it to be me because they knew like that I was a catch. And yeah. I am, this sounds like I'm like saying these things about myself, no, but I'm just saying like it's true though. how it happened. Yeah. On paper, you were what they wanted. But yeah, but Kels, I think you, I love when you said, um, I want to go back to what you said about there just wasn't enough love there because I think recognizing that a relationship is more than love Mm. totally is so important like it's not just you can't love someone enough you can't love someone into staying with you because if you could so many people would have would stay with the person that they were they started in high school with or you know whatever but I think too Riley you made this point earlier in very indirectly when you were like you know I loved him but he didn't make me laugh he didn't give me x y and z of these things and and those are the components of a relationship it's not just love because if it was I think a lot more people would stay together yeah and I think that in both of mine relation both of my relationships it was like there was almost too much love there which is why I stayed too long you know (laughs) like there was a lot of love and not a lot of all the other stuff totally um but Kelsey right person wrong time I was just thinking about that or is that what you said? Yeah. Right person, wrong yeah. time. I was just thinking about that and whether I 
believe that that's a thing because you said you don't right I just feel like if they're if it's right person wrong time then they're not the right person point blank Mm. like it just and I, I believe that you can have different people who are meant for you at different times in your life but to me like right person feels like the person that is going to continue to choose you mm-hmm. in a relationship. And I guess that's yeah. kind of what I mean by not enough love there. Like they didn't have enough feeling, I guess, or like it wasn't, um, it wasn't 50, 50. Like it wasn't like they were continuing to choose me because they didn't have that feeling. Like they had a gut feeling that it wasn't right. And it, right. I wasn't the person that they wanted to be with long-term, whatever it was that made them feel like that. And so like, Ultimately, it was just that I was more into it than them at the time. And, that, and like, that's kind of where I was going with that. But, yeah, I don't know. To me, like, right person, wrong time, well, then it's, then it's the wrong person. Right person, wrong time, for me, is I don't necessarily think it's a right person. I think it's who makes me the right person. Who makes me my favorite version of myself where I feel safe and I feel emotionally secure, physically safe, obviously, um, gets my sense of humor. We can laugh, be have so much fun together, positivity, excitement to see each other. You know, like that is what I want to feel kind of like our non-negotiables and so it's not even necessarily about, obviously it is about the other person, but it's more about our dynamic. Mm-hmm. Totally. But I feel like if you're feeling those things, then to me that is the right person. Like yeah. the, you've chosen the things that you want to feel and that you want from them and out of the relationship. And so to me that is the right person. But I agree, like you can have multiple right people. But I just, I guess I, I guess I don't agree with the wrong time thing but, because like you were saying with the one thing, like right people, you have right people at the right time. And then it just gets to the point where you like are deciding if it's everything that you want out of a relationship. But I think that the, I, I think there is a little bit of merit to the wrong time thing because I think that a person you could be with in your early 20s and it not work out and then they're you both live a little bit of life and your dynamic changes if you if you were to meet again 10 years later yeah it's the same people but you might feel differently in that relationship because your dynamic changed based on your past experiences true yeah that's fair I feel like that would be I just feel like those are very rare occurrences Mm, yeah what do you think, Stucky? I see your wheels turning over there. True. Yeah, yeah, let's hear it, Stuck. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I didn't – okay, so I didn't jump in right away because I initially was going full stop, agree with Kels, this is – yes, wrong, that's bullshit. But then I'm glad I waited. <laughs> I do think that, yeah, I can meet someone and – we can come back together and sure, maybe, you know, five, seven, ten years we meet up. You know, you hear about those stories yeah. frequently. 
but I don't think I'm the same person then. Exactly. Okay. I think yep. I'm a, comp- I think I am a different person. So, you know, I break up with the guy I dated, you know, my, right before my senior year of college and we come back together that today, I'm not the same person that's going to make the same des- decisions and the same choices that I made when I was 22. I'm not even 22. I was 20. Yeah, no, I, I was 21, 22, whatever. Like, I'm not that same person anymore. I'm, um, I'm more secure in who I am. I am less afraid to tell you how I feel because I don't feel like I have to earn your love anymore. I don't feel like I have mm-hmm. to um, do things to keep the natural flow of our relationship going. I just have to – the only thing I owe this relationship is to be – is to show up as my honest self. Yeah. And so I, I think the concept of right person, wrong time – is fascinating because I think I halfway agree, Kels, that I don't agree. I, kind, I Be- am this, I completely am the same way. Because if we, if, if eventually we are right person, right time, I'm not, I can almost with a hundred percent certainty guarantee you I'm not that same person. Yeah. And I think that, I think that what I said about the dynamic between the two people I think when people break up and get back together, that is the one thing that has to change in order for it to work, right? Like, you have – it has to be – it can be the same two people, like, the same two bodies, the same two humans, but it cannot be the same ecosystem, like what we were talking about earlier, Mm -hmm. the same relationship as an individual. So, yeah, wow, fascinating, guys. So have you guys ever, have you ever been in the situation where you're going back and forth whether to break up with someone? I know, I know not in your more serious relationships, but do you ever remember doing, like going, having a time when, what, yeah. you, are you laughing? Okay. Tell me. I'm, <laughs> I'm laughing. Okay. So I feel like I need to tell the relatives a little, um, every guy that I go on a date with, I nickname them. Oh my God. This is my favorite quality about Alex Stuckey. And this is how I first determined we were going to be friends. Yeah. They get a nickname. So, um, if you've ever gone on a date with me, just know you have a nickname. Um, It's like an adjective and then your name. Yes. Um, think of it, think of it as like the seven dwarfs. Snow White (laughs) and the seven dwarfs. Um, you got sleepy, you got happy, dopey I mean I've dated them all all seven of them and <laughs> I with guys that I have gone on dates with I have for sure gone back and forth on and it's not a I wouldn't call it a breakup because you know whatever. but I've gone back and forth on this guy is so nice like it's it's me it's not them mm-hmm. and so I think like the ick like the ick and for some reason they give me the ick yeah and I can't and I can't I don't know you well enough honestly to to tell you know to pinpoint what it is but god the way you held that fork really pissed me off 
I just can't. I it, it, I just it grossed me out. I can't do it. And so, I think, um, yeah, I've gone. I've for sure gone back and forth with guys that I've uh, so I gone on a or three dates with. Okay, I want. Okay, I I like where this is going. So, so we've talked about breaking up in a serious relationship. Yeah. And the anxiety that goes with deciding whether you want to break up. What about these three date icks? <laughs> like, do you stick it out or do you let it go? Do you ick it out or do you ick it away? Okay, that's interesting because um, I was listening to something where a I guess you could call her like a breakup expert Amy Chan she um does like a breakup boot camp yes and kind of is like analyzes heartbreak and breaking up and that's my dream job it really is I love it's so fascinating yeah and so to go off the ick thing and it could be whatever level of relationship it is because you can definitely have icks in long-term relationships. Like yeah. there's going to be things that give you the ick or that you just like get annoyed with about your partner. Yeah. And she was talking about how, and she was like, this is not scientific at all, but she calls it the 20% shit bucket. <laughs> and it's like Creative. 20% of the shit is going to give you the ick. It seems like, like a high number. In, put it in the ick bucket. Yeah, but when it's things as little as like holding a fork, things like that, it's like, okay, there could probably be 20% of things. And they said if you're like 80% in 100% of the time, then that's a good sign. And of course it could be less, but like, I mean, even just like, leaving dishes in the sink or leaving weird weird little habits that someone might have like leaving socks on the ground around the apartment don't know who I could be talking about right 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 um (laughs) leaving hair in the sink like yes oh don't get me started oh I know I've I've done my makeup in your bathroom before (laughs) (laughs) um so just things like that like you're gonna have those there are gonna be things but it's easy when you, like, if, if you're feeling more than 20%, because 20%, that's probably, like you said, Riley, maybe being gracious. And so if you're feeling over that, it's probably a sign that the relationship's on the way out and that you probably, like, if you're feeling that many icks, you're If it's, like, three hours probably a day nitpicking. of ick. <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. You're probably nitpicking at that point, And, like, I find myself doing that. And so it kind of ties into, like, going back and forth, like deciding, like I definitely nitpick because, and she mentioned like having too high of expectations, mm-hmm. like expect there are going to be things that you're not going to agree with, or it's going to be annoying to you. Like that's going to happen. That's any relationship, friendship, anything. And so if you are feeling that more then you either need to like reevaluate with your within yourself and not be as like harsh I guess you could say or 
you need to reevaluate because you don't want to be in that relationship. And I definitely find myself doing that um, because like of being burned in past relationships. And when you see something come up that is similar mm. or you see, see something come up that's like, oh, I didn't like that, then you want to be like, oh, I didn't like when my past boyfriend did that and that didn't work out and that was something that is like such a trigger for me, then it's like giving me the ick. And so you like put walls up and you try to start finding like every piece of evidence that tells you that that's like not the person for you and that could be your sign to go. So 20% of the time, it's okay. Don't you think though you have to decide that you like that person before you're willing to put up with the icks? Oh, totally. If it's like a, if it's like a first couple dates thing. Yeah. The, yeah like, true. And Riley did ask about that. Yeah. I don't know that I've given it more than three dates if I am starting to feel the ick. I think. Okay. Three dates. Because, because I think first date is a hard, I think that's a hard judge. Unless you do something truly atrocious that is offensive or I don't even know, but unless you do something crazy on the first right. date, I feel like you kind of get a first date pass. Okay. And then you go on the second date and maybe this time you dig a little deeper and talk a little bit more. And and I think that's maybe where some of those real icks come out. You know, I'm not just talking about the way you slurp your beer. Right. Um, but some of those things I'm like, nah, we're not. This is not it. And so then by so second or third date, I feel like is where I'm. So these are minor icks. These aren't, these aren't, um, the non-negotiables, correct? Right. Like if, if they come up and say, I do not believe in monogamy. We're not making it past date one. Okay. Okay. Sentence one. Right. And honestly, yeah, we're probably not even making it to the date (laughs) at that point. Um, yeah so there has to be that like level of attraction as well too yeah yeah you can see you can see past icks if you are attracted to that person and I think I I don't know I don't really have a ton of experience like going on dates right like Mm. vetting people like I've just Mm. I don't know I've just like met people in different situations and I didn't like go on a ton of dates but wow are you bragging I think no, Another no, because I think that's so I'm just cool. Kidding. And like, I'm just kidding. I think that helps you. I think that helps you realize what you want. And I think it's like such good practice to see, I don't know, to have those conversations and like vet people in that way. Um, so there's definitely like both sides could be good, but I, I do see that. I have two interesting takes about one thing that you both said. And it's kind of going backwards because I was waiting for you guys to finish your thoughts. But you talked about nitpicking and how it can start in in long-term relationships. And the funny thing is I started going to therapy because the only thing I told her was I've been in two serious relationships. I'm about to end my second one. I can't stop nitpicking. All I do is criticize the Mm. other person. And her, my, my issue was that the relationships weren't right for me to begin with, but I was forcing it. I I wanted to be in a relationship. I was scared to be alone. 
And so to begin with, the signs were there. The yeah. the incompatibilities were there. I just ignored them. And then as they they keep going and keep you keep going with the relationship and they just wear on you. And that's kind of what was happening with mine, with my relationship icks. Yeah, Riley, you did have that gut feeling there though. Mm-hmm. So I think that is like a key point in this, like trust your gut. Yeah. Because there can be like this formula and this formula and our experiences and everything, but like it all kind of comes back to just like the feeling and if you're constantly feeling the ick and nitpicking, then like it wasn't for you, Rai, like it's probably not the right person for you or at least that's not what is meant for you at like yeah. at this moment. Totally. Because you did, you 100%, as you always do, made me like kind of, made me go back. I'm probably like 50% agreeing with the right person, wrong time. <laughs> yeah. So it's a little bit like, should we or shouldn't we break up kind of thing? Yeah. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, but okay. Yeah. The should the should we's that is like to me it's almost always we should. If if anyone has that inkling, yes. it's There's it, a question. you should. Yeah. Like you because life is too short to be in that space where you're like I don't know if I'm fully happy. You're not then. You're just not. If it's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. And I love it. I think the only like I said Breaking up with someone to pursue someone else, maybe not the most healthy reason to break up. But there's also one I thought of um, is if you have commitment issues and it's more of a trauma response than anything. Mm, Yeah. And in that case, maybe you should break up and go to a therapist. Well, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I I think in that case, I think you should be in – therapy before you do the breaking up because to really decide because at that point I know we just got done saying like trust your gut and it's right but honestly like we lie to ourselves all the time yeah and I think because of that I think that's I th- I mean we're gonna talk about therapy at a later time but I that's why it's so important because we do we can't really trust ourselves in certain situations to be objective yeah sorry I want to go back and kind of take back a little bit what I said I don't like how I phrased it I always think we should trust ourselves I, I think you are I th- I think we should trust definitely um, know yourself well enough to be able to trust yourself mm-hmm. um, I think what I what I meant by that though is don't trust yourself fr- coming from a place of fear yes yeah. And you've said this before, um, Kels, or maybe Rye, I can't remember, about not making decisions from that place. But sometimes yeah. it's hard. That's the thing. Sometimes it's hard to tell whether you're making the decision out of fear or whether this is the, the most healthy option for you, you know? And that's why it's important to get a third party who is educated in this area Absolutely. to assess the situation. Wow. I, uh, I've been dying to hear what you can't relate to. Who wants to go first? I can. I'll say I can. Go for it. Let's hear it. Because we want to hear yours just as much as you want to hear ours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Here's the thing. People are going to think I'm obsessed with cooking and, like, 
and I'm not okay Okay. I just need to preface that disclaimer but can we stop writing in recipes salt and pepper to taste that's (laughs) (laughs) that's not a measurement hate to tell you Stucky, do you not know how to taste food to see if you like it? I don't. Okay, here's the thing. How would I know if it needs more salt? I don't you know what seasoning it. it needs more of. How would I know that? Oh, no. <laughs> you know, I can't answer that. If you, honestly, if you don't know how much No, honestly, exact <laughs> measurements or get the fuck out. That's what I got to say. Stop with this to taste or a dash of this and a pinch of that. We're we're pinching and dashing differently over here. Okay, you're right. Hate it. Get rid of it. Real measurements only. Okay, I can't relate to that because I don't really use measurements when I do recipes. I roughly do. Hmm. I, I don't a lot of the times, especially if hmm. it's something I've made in the past. Hmm. I season multiple seasonings to taste. I do want to say, though, my recipes don't usually turn out very good. So maybe I should be. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. So maybe I am. Salt and pepper. Salt and pepper. Salt and pepper is so basic. Yeah, that I can do. (laughs) Okay. All right. That's okay, Stuck. Does it need a little more flair or does it need a little more like... You can tell when something needs a little more of like a salty taste. I can tell with that. I I can't with pepper. Pepper's hard, but uh, yeah, I usually just do like a couple like twist twist of the grinder. I can't really taste pepper unless there's too much. <laughs> that's what okay, I'm true. That's what that's I'm true. saying. Like all of a sudden, it's it's like okay, so maybe I'll add a little bit more. That doesn't look like enough salt in there, and all of a sudden you're like, this is the saltiest thing I've ever tasted. Wait, are you not tasting it as you're putting it in? I don't understand. Okay, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand either. And that's what I can't, that's why I'm saying cannot relate. Okay. Can we, can we please? I don't care if it's a little, what's the littlest measurement? A, teaspoon. a fourth of a teaspoon? A fourth, yeah. Tell, tell me that. Eighth. I don't, I don't care. Give me something and okay, I'll believe you. I think you. you should just, I think you should just do like a, shake shake if you have a shaker or a twist twist with a grinder I think it's always safe to do like two or three sprinkles Kels how do I know that my grinder and your grinder are the same size oh oh well taste it and if you hate it and on that we move and and on that we move on and we are back full circle (laughs) to just taste it bullshit (laughs) season to taste all right uh Right, I respect it. Um, okay. Now, speaking of trauma, this might have been a traumatic moment as a child, but I can't relate to jewelry, and I know I'm getting some looks. Just in general, Kelsey's known this about me since I was a. I know this about you, yeah, yeah. wee lass. But um, oh, wee lass. I. <laughs> I'm. I've gotten a lot better. I will say, but it's that like real like fine jewelry like costume jewelry doesn't freak me out I don't even like the word to be honest I don't like saying it over and over um I don't like like the thin necklaces with like a pendant those really freak me out 
um, freak you out freak like people will ask me like hey can you try like help me unclasp this I say no I can't do it oh see so <laughs> oh so you don't like the feeling of it you're not saying like if I was wearing one you wouldn't be like Alex that's so ugly oh no 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 I think they're cute okay. which is why oh, I'm trying okay. to like get better at it okay um <laughs> I I can pinpoint why Oh my god, I can't wait. Okay, it was me. trauma. It was being a child and people like as a kid would eat like put their necklaces in their mouths. Oh, like play yeah. with it and just like get a little cross or their little heart pendants. Weren't they afraid they yeah. would, their it whole neck would be green? Scarred me. It scarred me. What about their neck being green? Well, isn't it like when it when jewelry gets when <laughs> fake jewelry, when it gets wet, doesn't it turn your like it can tarnish, yeah. I wouldn't know, to be honest. Okay. I don't okay. wear jewelry. <laughs> yeah, so okay. jewelry freaks me out. Um, I think I could do those dainty bracelets, though. But you would never catch you with a permanent bracelet on. Sorry, that's what I mean. I think I could. Oh, you could. I think it's, like, almost small enough to not freak me out I don't know how I don't wait know how but to wasn't that it. the whole wasn't that the whole like dainty yeah I don't know how to explain it Stucky I wish I could okay it's bracelets fine. I feel like that might be more of a necklace thing it, yes oh. bracelets don't freak me out as much because oh. it can't go in your mouth as much well people <laughs> it's don't not chew close on their to bracelets. your mouth yeah yeah okay yeah. all right Kels okay I can't relate to cottage cheese. Wow. I, that is one thing that I can't bring myself to try. You haven't even oh, tried never, it. Oh, you've never even tried it. No, that's the thing. Like, I just, I can't, I just can't even bring myself to try it. I get it. And I, it would probably be a thing that I would enjoy. Yeah. Because I like so many different types of foods. I am not picky at all and I'm pretty open to trying new things yeah, food wise but I I don't know I just can't get past what that chunkiness looks like oh I you get can, it okay I love cottage cheese like love it but I understand it is it is yeah chunky like and weird I just don't and and I mm-hmm. also hate the word I'm getting a little gagging right now I hate the word chunky and <laughs> And then I see it, and it's almost like it's, like, saying the word. <laughs> no, no, like, the word, uh, no, the word curdle. Ew, ew. Oh. Yeah, that's a name. I didn't know that I hated is, that, that word. That is, like, isn't that basically curdled milk or something? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. It just, it looks like the word it's curdle. God, I like it looks like the word curdle. right now. I know. And I just don't quite understand how something can be so versatile. You can eat it with salt and pepper to taste, and you can also eat it with peaches. Fruit. Right. I will say the peaches thing kind of grosses me out, but I I don't really use pepper unless the recipe calls for it because I don't taste it ever. But in cottage cheese, it's the only food I put a shit ton of pepper on. It's the only food. Interesting. Isn't that weird? No salt. Just yes. pepper. I go, th- you know what? I go through spurts of liking it and not liking it. I can't think too hard about eating it. Yeah. Because if I think too hard about it, then I'm like, mm, I think I'm eating vomit. Yeah. Like, I get it. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. this is the texture of it. I can't even. It's 
yeah. get a spoon yeah. in it. But the taste, ugh. Yeah. Yeah, the I'm going to go eat good. some cheese after this. I don't have cottage cheese, but. I actually do. I do have cottage cheese right now. Oh, should I come over? Yeah, do you want to cottage over? cheese? Yeah. Okay, what do you each prefer to eat with it? Pepper. That's Just it. pepper? That's it. That's weird. I eat it out of the container and just like put pepper in the container. I've seen you actually do that before. <laughs> okay, and and that was when I realized that I couldn't get past the icks with you. I My preferred method is to eat it with avocado. Oh, yeah, that too. I like I like it with avocado and everything but the bagel seasoning. Do you put avocado in it or like on the side? Other way around. I put cottage cheese on my avocado. Oh, I'll have to try that. Mm. Yeah. And then everything but the bagel seasoning on top of all that. Hmm. Kelsey, have you heard the cottage cheese like frosty trick? I've heard, okay, I've, I've heard a hack from an influencer yeah. of, like, adding mm-hmm. it to something to make it more, like, to taste good. It's like a protein And shake. it gives you more protein, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Add it to, she, yeah, add it to, like, a protein, a chocolate protein shake, and it supposedly tastes like uh, Wendy's Frosty. Wendy's Frosty. I haven't tried it. Have any, have either of you? No. Yeah, I have. <laughs> well, Kelsey, shut <laughs> Well, Stucky sounded like she knew what she was talking about, so I okay, thought she maybe. Yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> okay, well, we gotta wrap this shit up, but yeah. I'm glad we ended our heavy topic on a chunky yeah, cottage cheese up note. But your boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. All right. I love you guys. Love you. Illy, Illy. Thanks for listening.